concerning mr latimer's communication with mr bainham in the dungeon of newgate by hugh latimer this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org after mr bainham had been condemned between more the lord chancellor and the bishops and committed unto the secular power to be brent and so immediately after his condemnation lodged up in the deep dungeon in newgate ready to be sent to the fire edward isaac of the parish of well in the county of kent and william morris of chipping ongar in the county of essex esquires and ralph morris brother unto the said william being together in one company met with mr latimer in london and for that they were desirous to understand the cause of the said bainham's condemnation being to many men obscure and unknown they entreated mr latimer to go with them to newgate to the intent to understand by him the very occasion of his said condemnation and otherwise to comfort him to take his death quietly and patiently when mr latimer and the other before named the next day before he was brent were come down into the dungeon where all things seemed utterly dark there they found bainham sitting upon a couch of straw with a book and a wax candle in his hand praying and reading thereupon and after salutation made mr latimer began to commune with him in this sort mr bainham we here say that you are condemned for heresy to be brent and many men are in doubt wherefore you should suffer and i for my part am desirous to understand the cause of your death assuring you that i do not allow that any man should consent to his own death unless he had a right cause to die in let not vainglory overcome you in a matter that men deserve not to die for for therein you shall neither please god do good to yourself nor your neighbour and better it were for you to submit yourself to the ordinances of men than so rashly to finish your life without good ground and therefore we pray you to let us understand the articles that you are condemned for i am content quoth bainham to tell you altogether the first article that they condemn me for is this that i report that thomas becket some time archbishop of canterbury was a traitor and was damned in hell if he repented not for that he was in arms against his prince as a rebel provoking other foreign princes to invade the realm to the utter subversion of the same then said mr latimer where read you this quoth mr bainham i read it in an old history well said mr latimer this is no cause at all worthy for a man to take his death upon for it may be a lie as well as a true tale and in such a doubtful matter it were mere madness for a man to jeopard his life but what else is laid to your charge the truth is said mr bainham i spake against purgatory that there was no such thing but that it picked men's purses and against satisfactory masses which assertions of mine i defended by the authority of the scriptures marry said mr latimer in these articles your conscience may be so strayed that you may seem rather to die in the defence thereof than to recant both against your conscience and the scriptures also but yet beware of vainglory for the devil will be ready now to infect you therewith when you shall come into the multitude of the people and then mr latimer did animate him to take his death quietly and patiently bainham thanked him heartily therefore and i likewise said bainham do exhort you to stand to the defence of the truth for you that shall be left behind had need of comfort also the world being so dangerous as it is 
and so spake many comfortable words to Mr. Latimer. At the length Mr. Latimer demanded of him whether he had a wife or no. With that question Bainham fell a-weeping. "'What?' quoth Latimer, is this your constancy to Godwards? What mean you thus to weep? O oh, sir, said Bainham to Mr. Latimer, you have now touched me very nigh. I have a wife, as good a woman, as ever man was joined unto, and I shall leave her now not only without substance, or anything to live by, but also for my sake, she shall be an opprobri unto the world, and be pointed at of every man on this sort, yonder goeth the heretic's wife." and therefore she shall be defamed for my sake which is no small grief unto me marry sir quoth latimer i perceive that you are a very weak champion that will be overthrown with such a vanity where are become all those comfortable words that so late you alleged unto us that should tarry here behind you i marvel what you mean is not almighty god able to be husband to your wife and a father unto your children if you commit them to him as a strong father i am sorry to see you in this taking as though god had no care of his when he numbereth the hairs of a man's head if he do not provide for them the fault is in us that mistrusteth him it is our infidelity that causeth him to do nothing for ours and therefore repent repent mr bainham for this mistrusting of almighty god's goodness and be you sure and i do most firmly believe it that if you do commit your wife with a strong faith to the government of almighty god and so die therein that within these two years peradventure in one year she shall be better provided for as touching the felicity of this world than you with all your policy could for yourself if you were presently here and so with such like words expostulating with him for his feeble faith he made an end mr bainham calling his spirits to himself most heartily thanked mr latimer for his good comfort and counsel saying plainly that he would not for much good but he had come thither to him for nothing in the world so much troubled him as the care of his wife and family and so they departed and the next day bainham was burnt end of concerning mr latimer's communication with mr bainham in the dungeon of newgate by hugh latimer